Happy holidays, Firesiders. Thanks so much for supporting us for another year. Six years. It means so much to us that this little engine that could would reach so many people, and it's taken us on some pretty awesome adventures. Uh, which leads me to my favorite pick. Uh, my issue is going to be uh, 375, Frank Caliendo's Fireside Chats. Uh, that day, not only I met one of my favorite all-time comedians, uh, but it was the beginning of this wild ride that led to uh, Phoenix for their uh, fan fusion event uh, in Arizona, where we got to host a panel with Frank himself, which is just, I mean, a dream come true. Uh, he even that night uh, after recording, he surprised us with last-minute tickets and even dedicated a joke to us on stage. Hell, Maurer even got to uh, introduce him on stage for a show. Um, look, I have and we have done some amazing things with the support of everyone, but that was a special moment, and it led to so much and a great friend. Um, so thanks for everything, Firesiders family. It's, uh, it's been an incredible year, and we've got, we've got some big things coming. That's a promise. Issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me is, well, Mauer. That's about it. Beep you. <laughs> yeah, Features couldn't make it today, unfortunately. He is uh, pre engaged with, with Late Shift. Late Shift still owns him. Yeah. So, well, you know what? They've got a love hate relationship. But let's move on past him because I don't matter. care. It doesn't matter. We have the man of a million voices, Mr. Frank Caliendo, here with us live at Parks Casino. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is fantastic to finally meet you guys. I've been talking to Mauer. <laughs> Uh, a lot or texting. I don't ever talk to anybody. Yeah, no. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't tell me that your hat was going to be over your ears. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting. You have a tiny little head. I, this is a jerky move. Keep by going. Me. No, There's let's a go. little head and then a big hat, and it's perfect. It's, All right, uh, good. As long as it's perfect, it's perfect. If it makes Tuna perfect, Matata. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Frank got me. You know, he gave me the number. He's like, text me. So I text him, hey, it's Mauer from Fireside. And he responds, who? <laughs> yeah, well, that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing to do is like because we're DMing on Twitter, right? Yeah, I slid into those DMs. Mm. I slid in. Yeah, mm. I make it magical. That's what I do. Oh my! Uh, I just make sure a uh, little Takai action. <laughs> wow! Uh, shave these whales. Um, <laughs> So uh, I slid into the DMs, made my move, uh, then gave you my number, and then you texted me, and I did the classic. I, th I thought everybody did it. Like, who's this? And, uh, yeah, right? So, and meanwhile, I had that 30 seconds of, I just got punked. Is this Menti? <laughs> like, did Menti say, hey, I'm Frank, text How do you get the blue check mark? How did that happen? <laughs> I bought it. That's how it came about. So, uh, so yeah, it's great to be here. And um when I was on, I went on what uh, MMR. I was MMR. Pressing Steve. Is that where? You, did that's you hear where that? That's or? where I heard that. So I heard two or three weeks ago, the last time you were in the Philadelphia area, it was right when you started comics play, uh, comic playground. Right. Okay. Um, and you had mentioned that you had just gotten into comics and started a podcast, and I was like, this has to be good. Let me check it out. Well, it doesn't have to be good. We're trying to get it to good. But uh, no, it's coming along very well. At the very beginning, we were doing it at a comic book store. And then I wanted to be in control of the elements. You guys can already feel that from behind the scenes. 
And yeah, he I, chose these seating arrangements, you know. He Wait told, a second. No, he also I said, said that this isn't our show anymore. Yeah, so. I said, don't put me in the middle. That's a, <laughs> in the words of Charles Barkley, that's a terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. By the way, I just hung out with Ric Flair. That was crazy. No, go ahead. No, not me. That was Charles. If you look, Sports Illustrated just tweeted something out about him hanging out with Ric Flair and Evander Holy, oh, Holyfield. Um, so... Where were we at? I don't remember. Uh, you wanted control over the elements because oh, so, you yeah. started off with the comic case right. in front of you. So I brought it into I brought it to my house, and we're working. We're constantly trying to add something new each week because it's become it's become a hobby with me. Unfortunately, it's more about the production of it um, right now and trying to get those elements right. You noticed there were big TVs in the background. Well, what would hap- What had happened? What had happened was um, that that wasn't for the set of comic playground what that was was a video game room that i'd had built for my son because he was always in his room and he was just playing Fortnite and not sure. leaving not leaving now it's 2k nba 2k but he wasn't leaving his room at all and then so we had this video and it's got i showed you the uh, ups up upload yeah. and download it's he's it's, got almost a terabyte up and down. Or a gig up wow. and down. Crazy. So the video games are instantaneous, right? But he still doesn't leave his room. <laughs> so I had this room, and it's actually a bigger room, and uh, uh, there's another part of it that has a large tele, a pretty large television, not huge. Um, is uh, 178 inches big? No, no, no. It's like, it's like <laughs> 64 inches or something like that. But um, so that's in that room. But my wife doesn't want me to use that room because she wants the kids to be able to watch a movie in there, which they've done once or twice. So we're doing the podcast weekly and and, and everything. So this other part has four TVs that were devi- designed for video games and you can move them sure. and all kinds of stuff. So we started just piping some of the cameras into there. And I'm like, oh, we can use this for production stuff. We can use this for all kinds. So it's starting to look like we have this really great studio that I built. No, it's just leftovers from other <laughs> projects that nobody in my family cared about. That's what you said in the last in the, in the last episode that it came out, that you're a- constantly adding something new to each show. And to each show, you want to add one yeah, new thing. Yeah, because when you try to add too much at once, I don't... I get lost in it a little bit. It's kind of fun. It's a bit of a hobby for me, but we're, we're changing our whole audio structures changing on that. And this is just the technical stuff. We'll get into the more fun stuff, but the, like we were going into one little recorder. Now we're going into a mixer. We couldn't even hear the crazy guy, Donnie, that's in the love sack. And that's what that's actually called. That's, (laughs) that's what it's actually called. It's a brand called love sack. I know it sounds creepier than what it is, but it's, it's not a beanbag. You don't have to explain yourself. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm starting to feel that. Um, but he's over there in that that, that thing and lounging back yeah well we just it, it got people to watch it's funny because people are like this his name's donnie and he just kind of he's out there a little he just bit drifts around in he the just, back yeah he just gets <laughs> mad about things last week last week he almost blended into uh the beanbag thing that's the and he looked like pizza the hut so it just looked like <laughs> eyes uh so we may uh, be messing with that pretty soon too but yeah, we're just trying to make it a more of a studio feel every week well, and, and give that. Let's take a second. Let's take, let's, let's does, back up just one moment. Did that sound like anybody? Yes, it sounded like you. And I, I know you, <laughs> are you are he's you been that, so excited are you to that say obsessed? this. Every time you spoke, he just kept looking at me like, you, oh, you get it now. See, okay. You get it now. <laughs> so we started, like I said, we started with one mic, and the Firesiders have heard this story. Um, but I can't stop looking at it, like tweaking the audio, right? Uh, adding microphones. You know, we have these mics. I'm like, I'm upgrading the mics. I, I can't use these anymore. I need the SM7Bs, you know, doing this, getting the big lights for in there. Right. Every week, it's something else. And the guys look at me like, 
What do you, what do well, you do? So we show up to record, then he's like, no, we're going to need another 45 minutes because I just took everything down. We got to put it all back together. I went in there the other day, and he's nailing things to the bottom of the desk, and I'm like, what? I'm, I'm what t- are I we gotta, doing? I got to be honest with you. I've been there, staple guns. <laughs> I bought, I, I'm just on Amazon every day buying little things. Like I, I'm buying uh, glue dots to, to hang different things up. It's ridiculous, everything that I – and every week I'm trying to find a new kind of splitter to split microphones and go somewhere. Usually it splits it the wrong way. So this has been Tech Talk on podcasts. <laughs> yes, let's let's take a minute because what we did is we've talked about Comic Playgrounds a couple times now, but let's jump back to the beginning. Okay. Right. So I, I mean I've been a fan of your stand up for a while. I love Frank TV, and I've I've heard you were the one. I Good. was the one guy. Good. Um, I've heard but he was pirating the cable. He watched it on. So yeah, it's true. Count. So you didn't really know. Yeah. Mayor, well, but, welcome to the club. Um, but like I I remember the the Dick Cheney joke saying that he lasts like uh, the Penguin. Yeah. I remember there was an X Men joke. But I find it interesting when Mauer told me that you had a comic podcast, and I'm like, get out of here. That's phenomenal. Where did the comic part of this come from? Well, there's from? there's two phases of it. My grandpa used to buy us uh, comic books when we were kids, and uh, I don't remember. I, it was somebody I was talking with today about some of the comic books that uh, that he would give us. But Iron Man was one. It's amazing to go back and look in Spider-Man and Hulk. Those mainstays were sure. something that we really did. I'm actually, some of the guys on the show, a guy named Corbin uh, Adonis and Joe, uh, and, and most, of, most of the guys, Donnie, Donnie's like a savant when it comes, he's just a savant, uh, <laughs> a, but he's, he's crazy into Wolverine and Hulkverine and Ben Vereen, all three of them. Uh, for The, uh, the Vereen for family, the, just very popular. The, all over the place, uh, superhuman, super dancers, uh, <laughs> and also the uncle on Webster. So, wow, everybody who's under 40, nothing made sense there, just Google it. So, um... Where was I going with this? Happens a lot. That's why I have Morgan Freeman in my head going, that's when they realized he had no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> so I was into lots of cartoons. I, I liked the comic books and got into that, but I was never a great reader. And as you can tell, my mind goes all over the place. Even with comic books and they're in the bubble, you would think that I could stay with that. But the Super Friends was probably the thing that got me. And the guys in the show hate me for this stuff because you were an Aquaman fan, weren't you? Um, I, lo- I just love boom, 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 boom. I just love <laughs> that sonar thing that could summon a seahorse that he could ride to nothing. We don't, we don't need to. Um, <laughs> and you said about in my standup that you, you might've heard was I talk about the super friends cause they had the announcer, yeah. the guy who had meanwhile at the hall of justice. <laughs> and he would just say his announcing, the writing was so bad in those Hanna-Barbera cartoons that they would just say what the announcer said. They'd be like, meanwhile at the Legion of doom, Lex Luthor plans to take over the world. I have a plan to take over the world. Meanwhile, so you just, you're just saying the same stuff. And then Casey Kasem's is Robin like, look, Batman, this is going to be good. So <laughs> Wonder Twin Powers activate. Shape of donkey, form of donkey spit. Gleek, we need you. So because they couldn't touch. So um, Super Friends and then the 60s. I know I go really This fast. is just making me so happy. It's, just keep, please keep going. No, this the, is like a dream Are you the TV? Right Who's now? the TV? Who, are, are we, you guys, we all are. Are you all TV stuff? Because, so the Super Friends, and then it was like that 60s and 70s Spider-Man where mm. everything was jazz behind it, and the guys all make fun of me for that, too. I'm like, but that's what I grew up on. And they used right. the same shot six times it's, for him to swing it, through they the flip it. Exactly, <laughs> and that's, that music is all the same. So... They had a production crew of three people. Yeah, it was, but it, that's what I watched. It was, it was actually, I watched it more. On that's my, why they it, gave up on the lines. Like, they just yeah. went to here and then stopped. They right. were like, no. Well, there's, you, you watch old Hanna-Barbera stuff, 
And it's funny because you can tell they just didn't have something drawn, so they'd steal it from another show, and all of a sudden somebody's got Batman's arm. Um, it's it's crazy stuff like that. And then Shaggy and Scooby, that was an, a, another thing. Shaggy and Scooby, he's always like, hey, Scooby, like it's Batman. you know. So they would have the guest stars on, all that kind of stuff, and all the integration of all the different characters and going across uh, genres and platforms. I, I just love that stuff. But Batman, uh, the Super Friends... Um, and I just, I just went, you guys, this is probably not geeky for you. This is probably what you guys just You'd be do. surprised. Um, so I got, I got into, I, Moshko, am I allowed to talk about other toys too? Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. He, he said no, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> no, he's. You're the he, boss now. He's fine with it. I, yeah, it, it happens. Fireside chats with Frank Caliendo. What I do is Plus, I talk so fast. Frank Caliendo with Fireside yeah. chats. <laughs> what I do is I talk so fast, you don't get a chance. It's all right. Um, it's all right. So I got into this thing. Have you guys ever he heard of Figures Toys? Yes. So this most of this direct towards him. Okay, because I growing up I had all the Mego stuff. So I had Mego everything. I had uh, whether you gotten the bug again for all the new Mego. Is it, wait, was I this haven't the seen. Thing? I just I think you told me about some of the Mego stuff, and you were showing me the He Man. By the way, my favorite move from He Man was this move where he'd run. Go this way, this way, and then go straight again. Um, Just making sure. Much my <laughs> cringer became the mighty battle cat. No, sorry. So, um, oh, where was I going with this? So, figures, toys. I, I looked this stuff up because I'm looking, because I'm thinking I'm going to go on eBay and get a couple of the originals. I, like, I'll bid for don't, something. Don't start. Think, well, didn't you say I, you were trying to get, in the last show, you got, like, uh, Supergirl? Or you were trying to get I, Supergirl? I, well, Supergirl, we had Supergirl. It's a terrible, I mean, the dolls bad. are just, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> They're probably some of the worst-looking toys. But everybody but they're, loves they're them. They're so wonderful. They're wonderful. They're like, they're, they're like your friends don't have to be the best looking friends, but you can still talk to <laughs> the them. The necks are like four times the length of a normal neck on them. The clothing doesn't fit quite right. Right. It's, it's a 70s toy. I mean, it's, it's, uh, so I got, I got the whole Legion of Doom because on the show, Donnie is in, Donnie's in the Legion of Donnie because yeah. it's the Hall of Justin and the Legion of Donnie, which didn't start that way. I just realized that there was alliteration that would work. All right. Or uh, the, uh, it, you know, you get it. The first letter of each word works. So, um, so I want, I, those guys are going to be around. I'm going to put the dolls around, but for the first, and they're not action figures, they're dolls. <laughs> and for the first, um, he got so mad. No, they really well, are. No, so Migos no, are, are dolls. dolls. They're dolls. They're, they're dolls. To they're totally dolls. They're, they were like Barbie ripoffs for boys. Right. And Barbie looks at them and goes, come on, that's <laughs> not very tough looking. So I just started, I started clicking on stuff. And then by the end, I realized I had to narrow it down because I was at 25 and then I was at 30. I'm like, I can't buy this many. So I, I, I get rid of half of them and then uh, I order them. And then the next day I order the other part. <laughs> so I was like, I, I went, I got, I went, got a green arrow flash. Um, and then in the Legion of Doom, I went Solomon Grundy, mm. a cheetah, um, Brainiac, uh, Brainiac's the man. Oh, right. And he, I think you have to look, and maybe you guys know this the voice, whoever did Brainiac, I think was the voice, the voiceover at the beginning of The Incredible Hulk. Of the no of the, way. Listen, somebody, Mashko, are you, are you doing something? Can you mash on some buttons? Yeah, where's Baby Huey? We're, we're losing, yeah. <laughs> Baby Huey grew up. We lost him. <laughs> Baby Huey Baby is Huey's in the chat. In the chat. Okay. So is Joe oh, Newcomer. Baby Have Huey, a, look it up. Is, is, oh, is Joe on? Joe's on Joe, as well. Okay, great. Yeah, Joe, we're sending you some pictures. So Joe, Joe Newcomer, like you would not believe the level. This guy, 
I don't know, and he's, he knows I'm talking about it right now, so I want to be careful. <laughs> I don't know anybody I've ever met that's as passionate and follows through on everything that he says he's going to do. Like, he's like, I'll be on Facebook in three seconds. And like two seconds later, he's there. I'm like, I thought you said three seconds. He goes, it's three seconds now. Here for a second already. <laughs> so um, a very, uh, very, um, I'm just going to say determined, but very passionate and cares about but uh, where was I going with this? Uh, you guys don't know. Um, I love how often you ask that. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's just ha- we left your notes out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't bring notes. I, 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 would, I would have notes, but they would just get lost. <laughs> um, so where, where were we on this? Because that's why I should never go live. Uh, but I was just so excited about uh, these were all DC characters. And I went DC and some Hanna-Barbera stuff because I had one of the guys on our show is like tied in with a little bit with... Um, I believe it's Hasbro. Hasbro. So he's got some, he, and we had, I had bought a bunch of, and my daughter had gotten a bunch of Legends Marvel stuff. So I'm like, we have to get some DC stuff. So we have like 1960s DC stuff and then a bunch of current uh, Brand Marvel's, new, super articulate y- yeah, Marvel Legends. Yeah, fantastic stuff. And then Todd McFarlane lives, you know this? He lives like two miles from me. No, I did Maybe not know miles. that. And so... One of the things that I have a restraining order. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's great because he comes over, so he starts. So we're at AceCon, all right. And uh, AceCon, I hear, is a great con. Unbelievable! It's and and when you're as uh, you're as uh, manipulative as I am, you get everywhere. <laughs> they're super people, and they're really cool. My my daughter got to spend like a bunch of time with Tom Hiddleston, and um, later later Hiddleston comes over. And he's Minty like, wants you to adopt him. Oh. He's little Loki. You want to have a super nice guy spend all this time. So he was just one. What I didn't realize when I was there, we're not going to, we're going to need to do an hour. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, the kid from Kingsman was there. Who's now the Elton John guy. Yes. Uh, you know, he looks phenomenal. Yeah. They um, just dropped the new trailer today and it. Wow. Yeah. So he, he's there. Um, and, uh, where's Todd? And Todd McFly, thanks for bringing me along. Uh, that's what we need, just cue cards, <laughs> big words. Uh, Comic-Con. Yeah, Comic-Con. So we're there, and uh, I'm talking, I, I look over, and I don't realize that, that, that he's even in the room, and I'm talking to an agent, it turns out that one of the agents for one of the people is my agent. They're one of my agents. <laughs> so I was like, hey, can you, uh, and then another agent was like, oh, I represent Tom. So I was like, really? Could my daughter meet him? And I never take, pic- like, I don't take pictures with people, and these kind of things because i feel like it's cheating like for me really because yeah because i'm kind of behind the scenes it looks like i don't want to look like hey i'm best friends with loki that's that's not true like if you own a comic book store and you do it and you you go to the that's a little different than me trying to uh, maybe at some point if i'm established in this world i feel like that would be more real but right now i haven't really really done that i i sitting right next to him like i didn't even i didn't know this either this blew my mind i'm looking at like that's Charlie Cox. All right. Uh, he can see. I don't know. Um, George is back there who opens for me and a good friend of mine. He, he's like, who's that? Daredevil. Uh, still Charlie help. Cox lost out on a Star Wars role. On Han Solo, yeah. Because he was still in the mode of pretending like he was blind. Oh, really? And he went into the audition and he couldn't turn it off like he was still oh, like, acting really? that way. Why, are you, why haven't you looked at any of us? Oh, right. That's right. Oh, blind solo. <laughs> this it's, is it's Matt, a new right? take on it. It's a new take on it. I've got the force too. Um, so I ended up hanging out with all these guys, spending a lot of time over at... Uh, so Todd McFarland comes in. He's like, Frank! And I'm like, okay. 
uh, this is pretty cool. And he starts telling my daughter a story and I I'll show it to you later. It's another thing. This my wife took video of this and it's, I, I don't even know if anybody ever asked permission, so I'm not going to put it out there, but it was one of those things like where, it. yeah, right. But he starts doing, so I was, uh, I was, uh, I go to, I go to draw Spider-Man. I'm drawing Spider. kind of do, I do a slight version of Todd oh, McFarlane. No, that's it. That was it. <laughs> I, uh, he's like, so I, uh, so I'm going in, I'm drawing, he's telling us the story. He goes like, they said, you're going to draw the Spider-Man in a black costume. I like Spider-Man doesn't have a black costume. Why would he have a black costume? That's not, that's a, all this, all my life, all I wanted to do was draw Spider-Man and Spider-Man. What's he? Red and blue, right? And she's like, red and blue. It's like absolutely red and blue. So I'm drawing this, and uh, meanwhile he's drawing Venom. And he's like, so I, so I created this character. I said, well, we'll draw Spider-Man, make him a villain. And he's a big bad guy, and he's he's scary, and he's created by uh, so, some symbiotes and stuff like that. And he's, we got a backstory. And like now, I got now I draw the regular Spider-Man, and I also draw. And like he just drew Venom and signed it for her. Like, wow, and he doesn't right. do that often oh, for anybody. Just then we went to it. So he likes, this is the thing is, Todd likes my daughter way more than he likes me. He's like, she's, I don't know what, because <laughs> she's into the comics or what. And I could tell you that origin story as well. But she, he, he, so he's just spending all this time. He's like, you got to come to my office. So we go over to his office, which is on, basically on the same street I live on, which I didn't realize. It's just three miles down the road, two miles down the road. We go there. And he's drawing, or he's he's working on Spawn. Spawn kills everybody. Oh yeah. So she, he says, you want to color in? You want to color in Spawn's cape? She's like, yeah, why not? So now she's coloring in Spawn's cape for Spawn kills everybody. And he's like, you could tell people, you could tell people that you colored in Spawn's cape for issue number two. And it's like, are you kidding me? And I was texting him the other day because when he got all the DC stuff and uh, yeah. I was like, congratulations, I guess it's going decently for you. He's like, I got to take care of it when, for when Juliet takes over my company. I'm wow. like, holding you to that. That's legal and binding. Yeah. And we're now witnesses. Right. Through. And it's and, it, and it's Willy Wonka. You know, <laughs> come with me. You well, will see. It's, it's very, funny. Yeah. David Michelin, the writer for all of that, just wrote a story with some friends of ours. And tells a very similar story that uh, Todd does. He told it at New York Comic Con. Like Todd just wanted to get rid of the black costume, right? And told me to come up with a way to get rid of it. Well, that was what was interesting about you telling that story. Is it sounded almost verbatim the one he just said at New York Comic Con while we were there. Yeah, <laughs> like it was the exact story. It's uh, it's crazy how. A lot of the stuff I think gets created out of spite, <laughs> like the like the bosses say do one thing and they're like let's do it this way instead. Well, it's funny you mentioned that with uh, Superman right now being written by by Michael Bendis, it feels like he has this story in his mind, and he's just like okay, get rid of everything you're doing. I want to do mine. We've had some great comic creations happen because of that, just like with uh, Batman, uh, Nightfall was one of the things they want to do, but with Superman and Superman dying. That's because they didn't want to do the wedding because of Lois and Clark starting. Oh, I didn't realize that. So when they come I in... I you guys have little tidbits. Sometimes these events, like Todd McFarlane going, eh, I want the red and blue Spider-Man, that creates something that we cherish forever because it's that spark it needed. It's, a, it's amazing. And they, he's, like, he's like, all because they wanted me to do something, we never would have had this. It's Joe Newcomer wants us to know that Hiddleston just signed on to play Loki for the TV show officially. Yep. Yep, that that is. Oh, a, that's the little Loki deal. Uh, the little Loki is deal. That, oh, yeah, no. that's all. Well, it's Disney Plus. So Disney Plus oh, will okay. have a Loki centric show, uh, and that is they've it, been rumored is for it a bit. Live action. Yeah. Live oh, action. Yeah. oh, he's playing Loki oh, yeah. in that. Oh yeah. The, the, By the way, he might be the nicest person. Like if you go to these Ace Con things, I I 
I don't know if he's an A-list, but he's way up there, right? He's I'm a, going he's, A-list he's at this point. He's a high-level actor, Shakespearean trained, all kinds of... He's... He, all the fans, within reason, he's, letting, he's hugging people, he's taking pictures, he's doing poses. It was incredible. I've never... I, I, I couldn't believe, because you, you, I've been around some people that are at that level at times, and you're like, yeah, okay, they, they've, he's so human, so wonderful. Yeah. Well, I also love when an actor who especially becomes known for a role just embraces it. Yeah. You know, like, the, he, he's Loki. Like, I love when he came out uh, for, was it, for, I think it was for Avengers, when he came out and he was Loki. Yeah. When he literally did the whole speech and he got the whole room to be quiet, and then the fact that if you bring up Loki to him, he'll go into that character. It, uh, that have, is have my Have you favorite. heard him do any impressions? Yes. Is impre- We're doing Goldblums together? He's oh, like, oh, yes, hello, cool. hello, goodbye, goodbye, hello. <laughs> I'm not sure which it is, but in Hawaii, it could be either one. <laughs> yes, yes. He was doing that. He was talking about, because uh, we were talking about um, Anthony Hopkins. He's like, yeah, Tony. I'm like, no, you can't do that to me. <laughs> That's Sir yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, right? He's like, to me, he's just Tony. I'm like, I wish he was just Tony to, <laughs> to me. To me, he's just Tony. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, wow. and he wasn't saying it to be a jerk. He's just talking about what the people are like. Um because I was like, whoever holds this hammer, <laughs> shall he be worthy or whatever? It should be the power of Thor. So I'm, I'm trying to do that kind of a thing. When I get talking so fast, I get like, I was trying to do, uh, what impression was it I was trying Looks to do? Looks like you were about to go into Adam Sandler there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now Adam Sandler as uh, Loki. Uh, <laughs> Look out, I've got the mind stone. And now Thanos has it. It's my, can, can please someone sound like that, please? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Have you sound seen like our, that. Uh, we've only done it. Like, we haven't done it since the beginning. But I, I combined Thanos and Trump, Donald Trump, no. Trumpos, and we have a little Thrumpos, Trumpos and Thrumpos. Lord of tremendous. Listen, I'm. Oh, you want me to snap? Yeah, I'll snap. <laughs> Don't make me snap because I will build a wall and then I'll snap it. <laughs> so, so you've combined Trump and and Thanos. Who are you combining with Batman? Batman, did we do anything yet? I'm trying to think. Uh, we a couple weeks ago we did. I'll get to that, but we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> He's no, like, oh, I got no. It. I, I was trying to think of something while doing it, but I was trying to do like muscle memory because we got into talking about Nicolas Cage playing Superman because that was sure, years yeah, yeah. ago. Like uh, uh, my Nicolas Cage isn't the greatest, but it was that. Uh, trying to think uh let's go to my <laughs> fortress of solitude <laughs> this is fantastic my name is kal-el <laughs> my dad jor-el sent me here uh and i'm trying to leave uh krypton and live my life <laughs> so um we did that. I'm trying to think of a Batman. Of the guys on the show, and maybe you guys are too, there's everybody, and I had to learn a lot about this, and Steve Morrison was this too on WMR. Everybody seems to love the Frank Miller Batman. Yeah. Oh, you're not so much. Though. I don't think you're going you're gonna to be hard-pressed to find somebody who doesn't like right, Frank Miller Batman. Right, because it's just, it's that, it's, it's dark and cool. Well, and it brought it, it changed it. it was, so it changed it from campy Batman. Right. To cool from Batman. From the caped crusader. Who would take over the world uh, with my trusty sight? That's too many. That's almost Shatner. I could have been Batman. That's who I should have been. By the way, I spent an hour with William Shatner. 
Uh, How many sentences did he get out? Oh, Todd, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Telling a story because... But you were talking. <laughs> yes, it was, it was just through me. I, he was mouthing, I was just doing this the entire time. <laughs> so he lives... I, I became friends because my wife stalked ba- Valerie Bertinelli. So we became friends with Valerie Bertinelli. I like how you just throw that out there. Yeah. Just, yeah. So her friend... Slight stalking. Her, her husband, Tom, has the same last name as my wife, Vitaly, and they're both from Cleveland. So she thought maybe they were uh, relatives. Turns out they're, they're not... But we ended up being pretty decent friends with them. Well, they live next door to William Shatner. So I'm like, I'm friends. I, I was le- looking over your wall one time and looking at your house. He's like, what? <laughs> That's so weird. I'm like, oh, I should probably preface that with I know your neighbors. Who? Who would invite you to their home? <laughs> So I was like Tom and Valerie, and um, so he's like, "Oh, that's wonderful." So he, Tom's like, "You got to tell him about, say something about the golf cart." I'm like, "What happened with the golf cart?" And the whole story was told in one word by Shatner. I go, "What about the golf cart?" He goes, "Unbelievable." I was like, "I don't know what happened, but I feel like I did." So apparently, he got the golf cart on wheelies or something like that. So he when pretty surreal. We were at uh, the Wizard World Philly. They had the captains uh, panel mm-hmm. where it had all the captains from every show, and it was a big deal that William Shatner showed up, especially of for course a Star it Trek. Was. Thing. Why wouldn't it? And he, uh, they opened the door a little early, and they were on a golf cart. Uh, him, Patrick Stewart, uh, it was somebody else was on there, but they were flying in circles with Patrick Stewart just waving out the back of it, just doing this. And then he wouldn't let anybody sit in their chairs because there was the VIP, you know, Comic Con tries to, especially Wizard World, they try and get you everywhere they can. So there's the VIP section up front and everybody else is way in the back, but there was like four people up front. So he was like, I don't care where they told you to sit, storm the front. <laughs> All these poor security uh, hands out because you can't you can't <laughs> conflict what a uh, captain says. No, no, no. Even, or an admiral. Even Patrick Stewart couldn't because somebody said, "Can I give you a hug?" And he goes, "I don't know if he could." He goes, "Get off the stage and give her a hug." <laughs> goes, All right, I guess I gotta go. It's the captain. <laughs> there's there's something so much fun about that. Is, is Joe uh, Riker Schneider has said hi. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, cool. He just wants to say hi to you. Awesome. Hi, Riker. Is Joe <laughs> upset at me for not mentioning at Comic Playground enough? On the no, show? we <laughs> haven't done any plugs for this so far. Oh, that's all right. I don't forget to check us out at welcometofireside.com. <laughs> we have a whole plug area. We don't need to worry about us. <laughs> I, I like that your your opening uh, visual, your opening, uh, you, you know, the the tag or whatever you want to call it, the, the, the title sequence there, looks like the comics are on fire. Yep. That's, is that on purpose yep. that you did that? to like like oh there goes my history <laughs> that that's our we burn comics to the ground and rebuild them up in our own image there you go that was a weird thing yeah i'm just gonna let it go <laughs> anyway so frank uh, that's mauer power right there so talk to me for a second about you said you don't i know you really just into the television shows and the movies right now or do you um, find yourself ever getting well, a chance to actually read the books we're going into some of the books because my daughter wants to know what's going on in ah, the mcu so gotcha. we get into the graphic novels a little bit and um so we did uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Uh, we have Infi- uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. We I can't figure out the. I can't, you well, guys Infinity will help me. Infinity War was really just kind of title. It's more. There's a book called Infinity that goes into right. the Black okay, Order a lot more. Okay, we have Infinity as well. Yeah. So Infinity War is like Infinity Gauntlet meets Infinity. Okay. So that's a good mix of those two. Oh, is that what's happening? Because it didn't make sense because Adam Warlock's all of a sudden there right. in the middle of stuff and I'm going, we're, we're trying to watch and we're, we're, we're trying to figure out 
what's going on you exactly? You need flow charts for any of the Infinity books. Okay, is you that need to be is? like, this yeah, starts the, here, the goes Starling here. The run for all, it's just, they get convoluted, especially because they got so popular that they wanted to keep capitalizing off the Infinity title as much as they possibly okay. could. Um, but one thing you also have to keep in mind, especially with the MCU, is that it's so grounded and based off the Ultimates universe, which didn't do Infinity War. I would say if you were to ever get an Infinity Gauntlet storyline, it would be a lot more like what we saw in the MCU. Okay. Right, that would be the Ultimates universe, that grounded, more realistic way of going about it, instead of him being in love with death. Okay, yeah, does we, that make sense? We, yeah, because we went, we went and got a couple different things that some people had suggested, and we've gotten into some of them. And so, uh, she, all of a sudden, she got into Arrow. She got an Arrow graphic novel too, Green Arrow. Sure. Uh, it's a uh, big Green Arrow fan of it. Oh, are you? Huge. Green are you? Arrow uh, are you a fan of Arrow? On the, I love the show CW? too. Watch it. I, I was super huge into the first three season when it was very dark nightish. I'm so happy you said that. Um, Keep going, Frank. And then once it got Lazarus Pit and it, well, once they brought the flash in and it, they had to justify that superpowers could be and metahumans could be involved. They had to have the arrow seem to come up another level. That's where to me. And then it, it kind of got me back. I was talking with somebody this morning too, Steve over at, um, at MMR for the locals. Um, about Gotham. Gotham season one. I loved Gotham, Gotham season one. I don't know where you guys are. And that's the show? Is that, <laughs> no, I, is that the opposite? Are Go you, we, Gotham, we the first episode it. was brutal. The second episode was a little rough. I loved the third episode. The third episode with the, the, the weather balloon killer, that whole thing was great. The problem is, is they just kept throwing every villain at you to a point where it was just kind of hard. In season one? Yeah, season one. And then season two, when they were like, no, the writers go, we're not going to do that again. Don't worry about it. And then we're season gonna, three was all villains. Season two, yeah. Season it was called Rise of the Villains. Right. We were like, oh. Well, season Season one to me was grounded that seemed fairly real. Season two, all of a sudden, there were Tim Burton angles and there were crazy colors and stuff like that. And the villain seemed so over the top. Well, the premise originally was it was going to be uh, procedural. Right. Kind of right. like Lucifer is. They were doing their version right. of a procedural with Batman. And there are some shining moments. Like the Scarecrow origin that they do in that is yeah. beautifully done. Yeah. But some of them, like the whole Barbara Gordon, Harley Quinn kind of mashup that they did yeah. for a while. Like, I, well, a I'm, friend of mine's on that show, Drew Powell. He's okay. Solomon Grundy. So he was Butch Gilzine. Uh, I hope I didn't spoil that for anybody. <laughs> if you're two seasons behind, yeah, it's kind of your fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even stuff we don't watch, we spoil for ourselves. Yeah. And we go, oh. That's the, the, I will say, warn you now, since you're only nine episodes in, get ready for spoiling everything for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> going into movies surprised, that's going away. Yeah, we go in oh. like, all right, in the next five minutes. Coming. This is going to happen. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. So it does take some of it out. Well, especially so, if you follow Legos. Oh, Legos oh. ruin everything. Oh, yeah. The Legos and the, and, and the toys coming yeah. out. Every, every morning, my daughter is on something. She's, so this was her origin story. We got to be over half an hour already, didn't we? Yeah, we got 10 minutes before you've got the hard stop that we were told. Oh, well, why, we were for told what? there's for a me? hard stop? For your meet and greet. Oh, no. I, oh, is it? What time is it? It is. Oh, they can wait a little bit. Yeah, I can't believe. <laughs> oh, Frank. Be, it usually takes people to corral somebody. We'll, we'll be fine. They'll, they, what are they going to do? Get mad at me for being two minutes late? Um, <laughs> so my daughter broke her elbow. Um, in, she's a, she was a gymnast. She still is a gymnast. Uh, but she broke her elbow on her birthday last year at a oh. trampoline park, and it hasn't healed properly. Mm. So the deal is... In the downtime, she started getting into all these, mostly the MCU. 
So then it pulled me, and this was a time for me to hang out with my daughter. My son is 14 now, and I don't see him anymore. So he's in his room playing Fortnite. Yeah, a hundred, well, it's, it's more NBA 2K now, because I'd say Fortnite. I'd be like, Dad, no. <laughs> like, he'll do this. He'd be like, Dad, you want to watch me play some basketball? I'm like, sure. He, I go outside to the driveway to shoot some hoops. He's in his room. I'm like, what are you doing? 2K, Dad? <laughs> like, that's not you. That's a video game. So... um so she's gotten into MCU and then as because the movies weren't coming out fast enough for her I'm like watch the CW because you'll get into Flash you'll get into Arrow and then she just binged uh, Umbrella Academy mm. and my new one of my new favorite actors have you guys watched Umbrella Academy I saw the first, first episode. episode my new so if you didn't give it a chance if you didn't like it give it give it give it one more give, I think my problem was is I came off of Doom Patrol okay. on the DC streaming which I'm service, about to start is phenomenal which I didn't even know do I didn't even know DC Universe was a thing oh. until a couple of weeks that and Titan ago. think of all of the DC the, the CW shows right well that's better. I'm gonna watch Titan that's what I'm gonna watch because the guys on my show were like you gotta watch this I'm like watch what uh, like is that on Netflix they're like DC Universe <laughs> like alright as someone I am not a Titans the comic or any of the characters fan at all and the show got me yeah yeah so if i don't like way. the characters i still like the show but doom okay. patrol is is fun and quirky and very adult and so is umbrella academy yeah it's just not as fun and quirky and adult as doom patrol so coming off the heels of that show yeah, kind of put a damper on it for but me. i yeah but my daughter's 12 so yeah, don't have she um, should not watch ah, either of those pretty evil so <laughs> she uh, she gives me she Her gives trivia me, questions are pretty oh, evil. she gives me she gives me she gives me evil laughs like she'll be like, that's her that's what she'll text me so um where where, where was i going with that um origin we, story the deal was she would read we were talking. Well, uh, no, I think I was. We like got into Doom. Yeah, Doom. We were Joel. Umbrella Academy. Oh, Umbrella Doom Academy Doom has my new okay. favorite actor. That's there. It is. It's not a. It that's is. not a super famous person. Cameron Britton. And I. I talked a little bit about on Comic Playground about this this week, and I talked about it at WMMR this morning. So Cameron Britton was in um, Mind Hunter. Did yeah, you watch okay. that show. Yeah, yeah. He's the first. Can somebody it's Google a Netflix that for show, me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's the crazy, super oh. big serial killer who talks like this, and he draws you in with the way he speaks. Well, there are two. Um, it's like people. John Malkovich, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost. So, which becomes Woody Allen. Uh, so. There are two almost like headhunters in that movie that come after the time traveler number five. Uh, I'm sorry, in Umbrella Academy. So one of them is this Cameron Britton guy, and I'm listening to him, and he has the same cadence, and he's a large man. And I'm like, I think that's the same guy. And it turns out it was. So I start looking out, looking up who he is. I'm like, he was nominated for an Emmy last uh, last season on that Mine Hunter, and I was like, something about this guy is going to break, and it's just going to be really big. Because if you can do an impression of somebody, they're either going to be there's a weird thing where you can tell they're going to get work because everybody knows how to cast them. That's one of the hardest things I've had is how do you cast this, right? <laughs> Unless you have like a villain who can't. You, he's non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, that was one of those guys, and that's where I found an interesting way to talk to, about people. It was just the guy's cadence is just so much fun for me that I, I feel like that's going to be something. And lot, that's a question that thank you, you guys didn't ask. Like, well, how do you come up with the impression? Well, that's that very was, old. Gonna... You, did, you did it to yourself, yeah, though. <laughs> that's very old Hollywood. Nick Cage has his cadence because his right. family told him, your voice is your calling card. And I believe it to be true. I mean, if you, you one, it's a look. So what, what, what vibe do you give off when people first see you? 
and I'm trying not to talk like that man right now, <laughs> but it's happening. Uh, and then what, what is that style of speak, speaking? What is President Obama do this? Talk slow at the beginning and speed up at the end. It was, uh, it's that, the William Shatner. Take some breath. You know, there, what, what makes you that person? Can you sell it and seem real? That's the big key in there. So uh, Morgan Freeman just gets to the point eventually, but it's worth listening to him. I heard you on a, another interview show where you were talking about that nobody cares about your opinion, that they just care about the impressions and that you right. were very sad by the end of I'll that interview. I'll say when we're done, Moshko. <laughs> Do you guys have a thing called the Moshko Pit? Have you done that yet? Well, we do now. Yeah, yeah. now we, we do. We haven't decided what it I'm is. I'm inventing but... segments. It's where you you throw the figures at him, uh, uh, and then they got they'll, they'll just they'll... can they beat Mauer's figures though? Can they can can we make? Well, that I a think rule? they have to be Moshko's characters. Yeah, but but look at his face already. We're just talking about. It. He's twitching. He, he's yeah, like... he didn't want to see. The, uh, they they'll be uh, it, wrapped in bubble wrap. And... Yeah, he's not worried about Moshko at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can <laughs> drop an anvil on him. <laughs> Don't mess with my toys. Um, so where were we on that? Going back to um, not caring about your opinion unless right. it's in Which a is voice. part of the reason I started doing this and another, not this podcast, but I started doing Comic Playground with the group of people was to become more of a driving force, more of a driver. Because my whole life I've basically been a sidekick. I'm the producer button. So somebody needs a sound effect, not, not Monsignor <laughs> Larvel Jones, but um, that's a Police Academy reference, but uh, you guys know. Uh, <laughs> but, We're geeks. Uh, but more, you know, somebody needs a voice and all of a sudden I can just pop it in there type of thing a lot of the time. On that show on Comic Playground, I drive through and send it to other people. Like we have a guy... Uh, Corbin Ford, who's he's he, we call it Corbining. So it's it's yeah, go, when you get ripped off when you get completely like he'll mm. go try and buy something at a comic con. He'll he'll go offer four hundred dollars and the, they'll be like uh, no, it's five hundred and some reason he'll end up paying seven fifty. So he's going above yeah, his uh, five hundred dollar the five hundred dollar mistake mistake. Just, I was listening to it and going. Oh, oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, I'll be honest, though. If I didn't have you at cons, yeah. I probably would have fallen victim to the same thing. At the end of anything he purchases, you hear this brutality. <laughs> Corbin. That's, that's a Mortal Kombat reference. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's, it, it, and then we have Adonis. Uh, Adonis and Joe kind of serve as the wise people kind of a thing. Like they're different souls, but they both uh, get into things. Uh, and then Zach is the gunslinger. Like he'll just, we, we, he's basically the green arrow. If you saw, we have a, a, a mashup of us on the Avengers, and it, it really does because Zach's just like this shooting arrows. Each, yeah, I mean, every, every line is a dart that's precise. And you're going, <laughs> how did you think of that? His, his idea that he's like one of the guys, Justin, who serves in the kind of the producer role and has some of the information at times, who said something, and Zach is like, you know, I can tell um, about the difference between Clooney's Batman and Clooney's Bruce Wayne by the suit he's wearing. <laughs> so that was yeah. his line. Yeah, when he's dressed up in the Batman suit, <laughs> I know he's Batman at that moment. Was, it was, uh, and it, if it, I can it, see his nipples, he's Batman. And sometimes, sometimes I'm, I'm like doing something else and get, like, that's what I'm learning as a host is it's hard to do is do that and listen to everybody at the same time, as you can tell. Uh, even though I'm not hosting, I'm a guest, and the, I've never seen No, you're hosting. Let's be honest. Um, I, and I apologize. Don't apologize. In advance, I, adva I apologize in the future. This is Flashpoint. Um, <laughs> so what's the question? What do you got? What, 
<laughs> so we're just, so, just going to end mid-sentence. Yeah, right, 45 minutes after Asgard that, first question. She said, well, welcome to Asgard. So, uh, baby Huey. I just got that. 45 minutes in, we're going to ask our first question. <laughs> baby Huey did want to ask, with the voices and all that, how did you go the comedy route? Like, what made you go comedy versus oh, voiceover voice acting? and voice Oh, acting? I thought, like, versus uh, being a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Uh, Although, if you came in as the doctor doing all the impressions, that would be the funniest seems, and scariest. Sounds kind of like a Robin Williams movie, though. Kinda? Yeah. <laughs> We've done it. Okay. <laughs> so... I just got, a, I went to a comedy sports class, which is improv comedy games. And they, I did a bunch of these impressions. This is around 1999, 98. I graduated from no, 96. I graduated from college in 96. And they're like, you should do stand up. I'm like, does that mean I suck at uh, improv? They're like, no, it just, it's a different muscle. Go try and do this. So I went up on stage and I started getting work right away. I worked in colleges, all kinds of stuff. So it just took off. The first time I went to Hollywood and they're like, can you do some voiceover? I had never acted. So I didn't know how to do a voice. I could do a voice pretty well, but I couldn't well, act I convey in it. emotion. Just awful. Off like brutal. I go back and I'm embarrassed. I, I'll tell you the, the coolest audition, um, the coolest audition I ever went in for was, was it wasn't a great movie, but it was Daredevil. Really? Yeah, yeah I went in and then um, Mauer loves Daredevil, by the way. And the the the, the movie though. The movie no, I, I do like the movie. Which oh okay. The director I always say this the director's cut of that movie is actually a good movie. Okay. That happens a lot, as you as you know more than I do. But uh, who, who was it that got that? Uh, F- uh, John Favreau got that. I'm not getting a role when John Favreau's going in, right? So So you went for Foggy. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 and I was. You would have been good. Yeah, you'd have been good, Foggy, though. Yeah, I think I could have nailed it. So if it ever comes back in the MCU, I'm ready. Well, well hey, they just canceled. I know they the canceled, show. but you know why they're probably the, yeah. the reason they're probably canceling that is for their streaming. It so actually just came years. out. Did you, did you? This actually two years this, is nothing to Disney. This brought out today about why Netflix canceled the shows. No, why? It was interesting. What essentially happened is they were licensing the characters, and Marvel was upping the price for them every season. Yeah, of but course. Since the viewership was going down every season, it made no financial sense to keep it going so essentially it was almost like rising the rent in an apartment complex to kick everybody so out. that's why each of them kept saying no you cancel it no right. you cancel it because yeah we cancel it, but you're charging us 10 times exactly so as right. they got more popular they kept upping the price and the viewership was going down so it makes perfect sense but then it can go back to them and they can do whatever they want well the it. rumor is because now that they're getting the majority of hulu um with the fox deal that they might r- bring the whole show back on via Hulu. So you might get a resurgence of all these shows on Hulu. In they just got to pay Netflix for their rights now. And it, me- it would make sense that they're doing it via um, with the offenders first, all the cartoons coming out with mm-hmm. them first. So the Howard the Duck show, all that stuff coming out. Start with the offenders, get people used to it on Hulu, and then boom, bring in the defenders back. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> it's funny because watching some of the defenders, the uh, uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. He loves Iron Fist, so watch really? what you're about to say. It's so weird. I, 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 George, could you, George, uh, George W. Bush, former president. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Uh, could you check and see if they need me out there and, and tell them it may be another five to ten minutes because I love the show right now? <laughs> um, if they're okay with that, they're the bosses. They paid me. Oh, they paid me already. Whatever. Um, so I'm watching Iron Fist, and I'm thinking it's supposed to be corny because it's kind of like you know grasshopper and uh, what was the kung fu Kung like fu. that well i think they went into it with they couldn't go true serious with it 
and they couldn't go super goofy with it, so it got stuck in this limbo. Between Part of it, roles. I heard that he was doing something else, maybe Game of, Game of Thrones. Well, they a weren't sure. Thing called Game of Thrones. Um, I've never seen it. They weren't sure if they it. wanted him. Never seen it. Okay, this is what we'll do. If you've never seen it, this will be a synergy between our shows, right? We'll bring you on as a like a like a new Game of Thrones guy every once in a while. All right, learning about it, and I'll come on and do Bugs Bunny <laughs> on your show. So. Um, so he was doing that. So he didn't have time to learn the lines. That's the that's what some of the guys on or the choreography. Yeah, he, he was taught the choreography. Fifteen as they minutes were about to shoot. He had fifteen minutes to learn the choreography before the fights, and that's also why he didn't kind of get bulked up like everybody right. else did because they didn't know if they wanted him because that was still going back and forth with the diversity. Like, do we want to have a white Danny Rand? Or well, do and we what's make his name? Uh, Sarah Michelle Ryan Philippi was up for the role. Okay, but he was too expensive. So they were going through negotiations with Ryan Philippi. Now, if you get Ryan Philippi in that role, Do you it's remember? automatically elevated. Right. And at the last minute, they went, no, okay, guy from Game of Thrones, you come over. Well, do you remember the, the fight scene with the drunk guy towards Tyrion. the end? <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh, but the drunk guy at the end, towards like the yeah. third to the last episode, there was the one drunk guy he fought. Right. The, uh, that was also, he was up for the role. They gave him that because at the last minute, they said, sorry, no, we're going to go with, uh, uh, we're going to go with the uh, Game of Thrones guy, uh, Finn Jones. Okay. Instead of calling him the Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> no, it's fine. G-O-T-G. Yeah, we Game usually mess guy. up names. Gail <laughs> yeah, got it. I'm glad there's somebody else who does it, because half the time I'm like, ah, there was this guy in a movie that did this one thing. That's really great, Frank. Well, right before you got here, it was Frank um, Caladino. Cool. That's Charles Barkley. <laughs> Frank Caladino, what's going on, Knucklehead? <laughs> Caliendo, I could care less. Um, one last question before we really wrap everything up. Yeah. I, I love your Robert Downey Jr. impression. Of course. Because it's, Do me a favor. It's really. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's the joke is it's a human Twitter feed. That's, yeah. what, that's what he is. Talks in 140 characters or less and everything's about himself. So he could be a presenter at the Academy Awards, which is, um, which is not about him, but it would turn back to him. The narcissist is like, these people deserve your applause almost as much as I do. Hashtag awesome. But it's just like, <laughs> it's so funny because the cadence of anybody is what's important. I was working on um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. And it's really, duh, 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 duh. And you can say anything. What in the world is going on? You know, uh, these Monday through Friday snakes. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. What's doing with these snakes on this plane? <laughs> so if you can get the cadence a lot of the time, it's like I was talking about before, you have the, the, the formula and the way to get there and the pitch doesn't always matter that but how many christopher walkers you're high low in the middle it doesn't matter then i should have been batman <laughs> that's i am that's the one batman. We, we got into it the last second right. you got that one in there remember the question batman i don't even really do a christopher walken mm -hmm. but it's like why not but i'm interested to know whether Commissioner gordon <laughs> i played someone in one of these movies before i was the mayor Let's get, but now I'm Batman. If Bruce Wayne talked that way in both and people couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a billionaire. <laughs> My dad's gone. No one sees me at night. <laughs> but... For some reason, we built a large thing underneath my house. <laughs> Nobody knows. We have our own electrical grid. 
I'm intrigued to find out how Comics Playground and your newfound passion to get back into comic books is going to affect your stand-up routines. It's going to affect your well, impressionisms. It's, it's here's the problem right now is because the the fans aren't so much of that that I I work it in a little bit mm -hmm. and throw some of the stuff in, but eventually as I build that fan base, I'm going to do shows more geared for them. Oh, I can't. Yeah, and you're so, coming back here so we can be close yeah, by. Yeah, well, I'll do like, what I'll do is I'll do smaller <laughs> venues like. Uh, punchline yeah it's those kinds of things uh and do the smaller stuff to work on that stuff mm. and then invite people out invite by having them pay and the next but, time we'll just be the opening act with you yeah and we'll then just, you can adopt me yeah there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get some big hats <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I have to tuck in the ears, man. If I don't, yeah, I'll what is that? Look, that's look, just look, style, look, right? If I don't tuck them in, look how bad this gets, real quick. Yeah, that's uh, right. We got middle earthian. We got you're right. We got to tuck them in. <laughs> Let's check your feet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't couldn't stand track, but I, it, it's been that time. You it, never, ever, ever need to apologize. No. I do ask my ever. wife. Ask my wife. Well, maybe her, her, not at least to the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've already got you obligated for 17 more shows. Yeah, I'll pop in. This is great. I mean, uh, so I, I looked at a bunch of. We're so we're we're brand new. Comic Playground is brand new, and like you said, it's every week. Something comes along, and none of us work at Apple. Uh, we we all work at BlackBerry, so <laughs> that's a shame. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, we're struggling through. We we uh, we don't even have touch uh, screen. So you got that little wheel. The thing. wheel. Uh, let's go through my addresses. It only took an hour. <laughs> uh, these apps don't integrate with each other. So I did that as Jeff Goldblum. Ah, <laughs> I did Apple commercials <laughs> and saved the world from aliens. With a Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but every week, uh, and I'm really proud of our guys uh, all the way across the board. Uh, we just brought on a new producer who works at the local radio station I've been friends with. And we're going to bring actually that guy on. His name's John Holberg, Holmberg, and he is the number one, especially in the male demo in Phoenix. And he, he and I just do voices and bounce them off. And so we're going to do readings of stuff. Oh, that's going to be good. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not, this people might be shocked. Most people already know this, but as a podcaster, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I have listened to each one of your shows and I went back and re-listened and oh, listened to uh, all of them. And okay. part was just prep. Part was like, all right, I yeah. want to listen to a couple of these just so I know. And then I just kept going. Well, so right, I okay. really do enjoy your show okay, quite cool. a bit. It reminds me a lot of our show to that well, degree. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're similar in that we want to hit people who have never sometimes people will look at this stuff as like you're fighting it out for an audience you do an hour or two a week there's plenty for everybody to go around and oh yeah the way youtube works too you know with youtubers everybody just collaborates with each other right and when you can find i learn i've learned so much on comic playground with the other guys that it's it's helping me we're going to do phoenix fan fusion and they're letting me go around and do some podcasts there and get on some of the artists and, and all kinds of stuff that not everybody would be able to do. So I learn, and then I try to integrate that and, and apply that into the show. And some of the people, everybody on the show has more knowledge than me, so they bring it in. I think he's like... Zach came in that one day and he was selling original Spider-Mans. Like that's how it's like crazy. And he had him in a tub. It looks like I got to yeah, go. I can you're going to get talking, kicked so. out. Do you want to give your last little plug? Where uh, can we find you and comic playground at comic playground all across the board on everything. Um, we might even have a little thing we can throw up for you. Yeah. Oh, Moshko's shaking his head. Oh, I want to get some Moshko toys to play with too. That's almost an endorsement. Not quite there, <laughs> <laughs> but I like yeah. cash. 
No, we throw we throw some stuff up there on the. Uh, you know, you could have an ugly, ugly Supergirl and something great from you. Uh, <laughs> so. I gotta. I can hear them talking. Yeah, go so ahead or get out there. Thanks, All guys. Right. Wrap up the show. Say how great I was. All right. Yeah, we're gonna well, talk we about won't you. until the door closes. We're you, not saying anything. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. You got plenty of voice left, <laughs> <laughs> and your ears might be drowned out. So I gotta get out there. All Thank right. you guys so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much Bye. for yeah. coming on. We'll talk to you later. We're gonna see the show, yeah. Frank. Excellent. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, now leaving we, the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> We're now going to talk about Frank and wrap up the show. Wait till he leaves. Wait till he leaves. Recording. Wait till right. he leaves. Listen to the door slam. And now. <laughs> so, fire so I'm going to say already, when we do our wrap up 27, uh, 2019 show, this will be my favorite episode. Watch. Just watch. <laughs> I'm just going to write it down. Maybe Huey Market. This issue will be my favorite. We're going to see how the rest of 2019 goes, but it's got a lot to beat. This is the first time we've wrapped up without our guests. It's bizarre, especially with like this space here. Let's hold hands. I, All right. Menti, do that thing. Let me go. <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside.com. Uh, at Welcome to Fireside. Pretty much any social media of your choice, except for, you know, most of them since we're only really on three. Well, I mean, we're on them all, but we're, we're going to get better. Mate, one day, one day. I don't um, know what Moshko just did. Moshko said, don't oh. forget to check us out the OG <laughs> Podcast Network. That's OGPodcastNetwork.com or the app. Dude, you say that like you haven't heard us give the outro like a thousand We've times. We've got this shtick I down. know. I didn't even. Get, once yeah. again, I'm Minty. I'm Mr. Mauer. And don't, don't forget, forget to check us out on the OG Podcast Network. Network. That's, That's OGPodcastNetwork.com or the app. Is that better, Moscow? You feel good about that? <laughs> but we're Fireside Crew on Twitter. Uh, welcome to Fireside on Instagram, or obviously if you're watching us on Facebook, at Welcome to Fireside there as well. Thank you for everybody who tuned in. Thank you for your questions. Thank you, Frank Caliendo. I mean, truly one of... Frank. You know, you were wonderful. Just amazing. The, I mean, this is, this is the only time he's been quiet. <laughs> we really get to ask some questions now, so the meaning of life. All right, I'm not... This bit's not going anywhere. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye. Deuces. Thank you.